Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahl baytih al-tayyibin al-tahirin. The Messenger of God, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, and his immaculate family, the Ahlul Bayt, peace and blessings be upon them, are seen as the rev- reservoirs of divine knowledge, which allows for us to uncover the reality of all things. Assalamu alaikum ya ma'dan al-ilm, as we salute them in one of their ziyarat, peace be upon you, O oh, the climax, O oh, the reservoirs, O oh, the treasures of knowledge. It's important for us to learn about their lives, to reflect upon their words, to see beyond their wisdoms, to contemplate upon the depth of the knowledge that they have provided for us, because they are the means by which we fulfill our responsibility to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To love the Prophet, to know the Prophet, to recognize the Prophet wasallam, in reality is to walk in his footsteps and to really be exposed toward the light of the Prophet amongst those that know him the most and have been exposed most to his pure and perfect light are the Ahlul Kisa, that of Ali, that of Fatima, that of Hassan and Hussein. Peace and blessings be upon all of them. And this particular eve, the 15th night of the holy month of Ramadan, according to different historical reports, is the birth of Sibtul Akbar, the eldest grandson of the Messenger of God, Hassan ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib, Al-Hassan, the son of Ali and Fatima al-Zahra, who was born in the second year after Hijrah in the holy city of Medina. A man who his merits can be spoken about for days upon days, but it suffices to say that he is the grandson of Muhammad and Khadija, and he is the son of Ali and Fatima, and that he is the elder brother toward the likes of Hussein and Zainab. Imam Hassan salam, has contributed toward our body of literature in terms of the unique insights and wisdoms that he has provided, and they can be found within the books of Ahadith and the books of tradition within the school of Ahlul Bayt. And I say this again because it's so vital and so important that during the holy month of Ramadan that we spend time with the words of the Prophet and his family, peace and blessings be upon them. Kalamukum nur, your words are a light as we recite in Ziyarat Jama'a al-Kabira. A light which illuminates the hearts, which purifies these dead souls of ours. So when we're spending our time with the holy Qur'an, reciting upon its words, reflecting and performing tadabbur of the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. During the month of Ramadan, it'd be nice if we also created a habit toward reading the reports, the ahadith of Ahlul Bayt the words of the Prophet the words of Ali, the words of Fatima al-Zahra, al-Hassan, al-Hussein. Their incredible insights and wisdoms that they provide for us are impeccable. And maybe three or four minutes of our days during the month of Ramadan, and perhaps a practice that we can extend beyond this holy month as well, to really again enter into a state whereby we are exposing our hearts and our souls 
toward their pure light. And really briefly, I want to take a look at one of those wisdoms brought down from Imam Hassan Ali, from Imam Hassan ibn Ali alayhi salam, to us, his followers, and those who adore and love him. It is narrated in the text known as Tuhaf al-Uqul and Al al-Rasul that Imam al-Hasan alayhi salatu wasalam, he states, Al-khayru alladhi la sharra al-shukru ma'an ni'ma wa-sabru he tells us that there are two things in life which are good and they're not mixed with any bad. There is goodness that's not mixed with any sort of evil. You take a look at us as a human being before I get into the completion of the narration and what these two things are. The human being, whenever we do anything good, or whenever we enjoy any moment during the course of our lives, oftentimes it's mixed with a little bit of stress. Or there's an opportunity for us to enter into a pitfall even in the midst of us doing any act of good. Spending time with our family is a good thing. Spending time with our family and being kind to them is a really good thing. But how many of us, especially during these days, where so many of us are isolated within our homes during the month of Ramadan, we're hungry, we're tired, we're thirsty, we've been exhausted because we've been at home for you know, maybe more than two months now, it's very easy for us to get angry and treat each other poorly. But there are a couple of things in life that when you do them and when you perform them, they can't be mixed with any sort of negativity. Which is why the Imam السلام, he offers us these advices and something that's really important for us to be in a state of contemplative nature about consistently. Amongst those things which are pure in their own right and not mixed with any sort of fallacy or flaw or vice is when we are in a state of thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a blessing that has descended upon us. Being thankful. Being thankful to God or being thankful to others. Being thankful to others also means being thankful to God. For that hadith from the Messenger of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he states, Men lam yashkur al-makhluq, lam yashkur al-khalaq. That the one who does not thank the creation, does not thank the Creator. When someone does something nice for you, as simple as keeping the door open for you when you're walking into the grocery store, when someone holds the elevator for you in your apartment building or in your office. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through our realization because He's always allowing for blessings to descend upon us when we realize that His Son is a blessing for us. That running water is a blessing for us. That my ability to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala itself is a blessing for us to enter into a state of thankfulness to God and thankfulness to others is something that is so pure and so vital and so important. So during the course of these days, during the holy month of Ramadan, when your friend, your family member, your spouse, your child, your parent, they give you a date or a cup of water to break your fast, say thank you. And when you see the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we enter into a state of contemplation and meditation and reflection, which we stress so much during the earlier episodes, during the series 
this holy month of Ramadan, be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He's given us the sun, that He's given us lungs to be able to breathe the fresh air of these beautiful days that are outside. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He's given us the sight towards seeing His beauty. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gave us another day to fast during this month of Ramadan without the hardship that so many others have to endure in terms of looking for food during the days of the month of Ramadan with food shortage issues taking place all across this country here in the United States and everywhere else across the world due to COVID-19. We have the blessing and the opportunity to break our fast with good food every evening. Be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. Ashukru ma'an-ni'ma sabru ala And the second thing that the Imam alayhi salam advises us of in terms of that which is beautiful and perfect in its own right is to be in a state of patience. Firstly, to be in a state of thankfulness during times of blessings and secondly, to be in, ta- to be in a state of patience in the midst of difficulties. It's part of the human nature that we go through challenges, that we go through obstacles, that we go through a sense of ups and downs is just what it means to being a human being. We cannot avoid trials and tribulations during the course of our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us in this dunya to go through different obstacles, different hurdles, different trials, different challenges, because that's what allows for us to truly enter on this trajectory toward human perfection. That's what allows for us to climb up on the ladder toward ascension and toward proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So because we know that it's going to come, God tells us exactly how He's going to test us. He's going to test you by your wealth. He's going to test us by our family. He's going to test us by death. He's going to test us by a whole host of different issues and challenges. They're going to come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, and give glad tidings to those who are patient. So the only thing that we can do when those moments come is to be patient and recognize that they're coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jirwaya hadith from Imam al-Sadiq alayhi salam says something very similar to that of this tradition from Hassan ibn Ali. Peace and blessings be upon them both. In which he states that the religion of Islam is something very simple, virtually, the hadith goes. The religion of Islam is really simple. It means to thank God when a blessing has descended upon you and to be patient when a blessing has seemingly been taken away from you. And over here in these words from Hassan ibn Ali alayhi salam, he states, Al-khayru alladhi la sharra fee al-shukru ma'an ni'ma wa-sabru ala-nazila. That those things which are good and there is no sort of evil or no sort of slight in the midst of them is to being in a state of thankfulness during the good days and to being patient in the difficult days. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're able to actualize the words and the wisdoms of Hassan ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib alayhi salam, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
to allow for us to enter into paradise in the company of Sayyid Shabab Ahlul Jannah, the leader of the youth of paradise, according to the hadith and the words of the Messenger of God, Al Hasan alayhi salam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us tawfiq. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahumma ala muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.